Tandem Nomads, episode 202. All emotions have the same purpose, provide information about ourselves or lives which needs should be covered. Emotions are not negative or positive. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and tips to grow a successful portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life. This is your host, Emel Deregi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. In this episode, I want to talk about all the emotions and the mindset that it is important to process and deal with as we grow in our businesses. A lot of things can happen in our businesses in an emotional aspect that can really stop us from growing. And this is why I brought to you a great expert in the topic, Gabriela and Sina. Gabriela, are you ready for this ride? Oh, Yes. Excellent. I love that energy. <laughs> so, let me tell you a little bit more about and uh, Gabriela, sorry. So Gabriela is a licensed psychologist. MC, uh, she has a MSc in psychology and, and is a certified coach. She has more than 18 years of professional experience working in this field. She provides counseling and coaching, helping more than 300 expats from all around the world to cope with the challenges that expat life can bring. Being an expat herself, she can understand what their clients are going through and provide them with the help and guidance they need to live a fulfilling life abroad, build meaningful relationships, and reduce stress and anxiety. Gabriela is an advocate of difficult emotions as all are useful and providers of information and speaks to the truth about the B side of expat life. I love when you talk about the B side of expat life, Gabriela. <laughs> yes, uh, because it's, it's the side we don't talk about much or enough and we should address it more. Definitely. Yeah, I think so. So we will talk about that today, Nomad Nation. But before, I would love to get to know a little bit about your journey to building your portable business. You have a successful and thriving practice, uh, coaching and psychology practice. Tell us about your journey as an expat and how did you get to grow this business in just a few words? I know it could be a whole episode, right? <laughs> Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so I try to make it short. I'm originally from Chile. And um, after a while having a career in Chile in human resources, actually, um, I, I'm a psychologist and I licensed. And after that, I started in human resources. One fateful day, I met my husband and I met him in Chile and he's from Austria. So after a two long year long, 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 long distance relationship, we uh, decided that I moved to Vienna. So that's when my, my path as an expat uh, started. And after almost eight years in Vienna, uh, we decided, okay, enough with the cold weather. <laughs> and uh, we are here in Spain now for almost three years. And that's how I actually stumbled in um, business or in, 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 in entrepreneurship. Uh, I have to say, and I have to admit, I never thought <laughs> that I was going to have to be an entrepreneur. I always worked with companies, with, with NGOs, etc., And I never put myself in the situation or in the, in the crossroad of um, having a business. 
because I had a um, bad experience in my family about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, different people who tried to establish their businesses and they didn't succeed. So I said, no, I, this is not for me. This is not the life that I want. Mm-hmm. But life happens, you know. And uh, here in Spain, I had a plan. I had a, I'm a very, very structured person, organized, and I have a plan B, a plan C, a plan C. I <laughs> <laughs> love that. Yeah, and that didn't work as uh, usually happens in, in, in life, normal and in expat life, especially, you know that, Amel. Mm-hmm. So um, I had uh, to make a choice. Should I continue my passion, my dream job, what is uh, counseling, coaching, or should I do something else? And I decided with a lot of fear and a lot of uh, um, questions and doubts to start the, the, this path. And I, do, I don't regret it, but it wasn't easy, I have to admit. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing mm-hmm. that. It's very inspiring to see where you are today. And and it's interesting how everything is linked up because you mentioned you know, how you had to do it despite of the negative emotions you were going through, such as doubts and fear. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that as mm-hmm. well. Um, I'd love to know actually what has helped you past, past those those emotions to be able to take action and do it uh okay the first thing is uh i even though i have the tools and i have uh, the knowledge and the experience i had to face the fact that i couldn't make it uh, i mean i needed help Mm -hmm. i needed someone to hold my hand and to show me the best way to approach the situation so i uh, got uh, uh, the help from a therapist, from a psychologist. And she helped me to, what I do now as well, to embrace all the negative emotions that I was feeling, to hear them. Because that's the thing. If we hear what is going on with our emotions, all of it, we can actually find out what is going on in in our minds and how to deal with them. You know, so I was in this fear and this frustration because, yeah, I forgot to say that I was because I had a plan. It didn't work. I was so frigging angry and so frustrated that I couldn't see more than that. Mm. So I was like in this rumination, rumination state, you know, so when I I had the light or the clear, the clarity to contact someone to help me and uh I heard, I heard this frustration. What is this frustration telling me? Is am I frustrated because it didn't work? Or what is going on really? Mm-hmm. So I figured that out because I concentrated on my thoughts and not my emotion, not the frustration. Okay. And then I could manage to, to actually know what was going on and address it. So that's a good start because we'll talk more into details into those emotions. But I think from what you're saying here, I can hear that differentiation you made between your emotions and your thoughts. So it's very important to understand, first of all, identify those emotions so mm-hmm. that you can then as well try to reflect or get help to do so to understand mm-hmm. where are the thoughts that are triggering those emotions. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly. an important decision. The mm-hmm. distinction to make and I think it, it can very much help when we are going through challenges to say okay where am I feeling and what thoughts are triggering these emotions absolutely Amel and the, the thing is uh, emotions are universal 
are uh, exactly, I mean, there are, there are different theories, but almost every emotion can be um, spotted or can be identified in facial expressions in, 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 in body body measures, I don't know, like sweating, like a heart rate, etc. Emotions, negative emotions, if you may, difficult or challenging, I say, <laughs> uh, are for all of the people in the world the same. We all feel, and when I say all, believe me, all, we all feel, oh, I'm going to say the E word, envy, or the J word, jealousy, or I don't know, this really, really bad reputation emotions, we all feel them. But is what we think about the emotion what makes the difference? And what, um, how do you say that, perpetuate, like extend the length of the emotion. Emotions are per se really quick. But when we think about them and we put too much attention on, on the thoughts of about the emotion is what the emo when the emotion starts to be damaging, mm. you know? Interesting. So, so, so it's a very that that's the core of CBT. What I what I uh, use the, the technique that I use uh, cognitive uh, behavioral therapy is to differentiate <laughs> emotions and thoughts. Once we are able to do that, we can a, a new world opens. But that's before amazing. that, it's it's complicated to 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 um, address them if we mix thoughts and emotions. Correct. Yeah. So let's try to do a bit of an inventory of what mm -hmm. kind of emotions, negative emotions, and we put them in bracket and we'll see why later. Yes. <laughs> Gabriela was very cautious about saying, don't say negative, but we'll talk about those negative emotions. Mm -hmm. So what are the, those emotions that come up from your side? I'd like to share mine as well, but from your perspective, what do you see people experiencing as negative emotions, especially expats and even more expats who are trying to build their own business because that requires putting ourselves out there. So um, a lot of the personal sides comes out. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I, I would say, let's say a top five mm -hmm. <laughs> of, of negative, negative emotions. <laughs> uh, shame, because what you said is putting yourself out there. And when it's, it doesn't work, because usually at the beginning it doesn't work, or at least it doesn't work as you want it to work, mm -hmm. it's accompanied by shame, frustration, Envy because of comparison. Oh, mm -hmm. why is she or he so successful? He does, she does the same as I do, and I'm not getting clients or not getting visibility or whatever. So uh, envy, uh, fear, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, fear, anxiety. But most of all, fear. Uh, I would say those are the big five of um, of entrepreneurship as an expert. Yeah. And I would say, I would add, sorry, I would add loneliness mm. as well as a top, as a bonus, because when you, when we are um, uh, working as an, uh, as entrepreneurs, as a solo, as solo entrepreneurs, we are very lonely. And, and that added to the fact that you are in another country, that your family and friends, long time friends are away. That can be difficult too. 
Yeah. So that's it. That's really interesting that you talk about loneliness as well, because the episode, we just talk about it while we record this episode, we have the episode 199 about solo entrepreneurship and how to build a tribe to deal with that loneliness. But I do think that there are some aspects to as well consider uh, on the emotional side on top mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I see a lot of fear as well, like you said, but as well as like this whole topic of the imposter syndrome of always putting ourselves down. um, I see a lot of people not willing to take action because something is stopping them. And Mm -hmm. that transpires either by fatigue or um, lack of energy, lack of motivation Mm -hmm. and just being frozen, Mm -hmm. not feeling able to take action. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's fear paralyzing. Mm -hmm. And actually, it's not the fear, because the fear, I mean, it is fear that we are feeling, but what paralyzes us is what happens after the first reaction of fear, and that's on our heads. Mm. And that's those are the thoughts about the fear and about oh what is going to happen if I do this if I don't do that ta 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 so mm-hmm. the, the the vicious cycle begins, and the fear is not only fear now but anxiety or maybe frustration or shame or in extreme uh, for um, situations uh, fatigue or very very high anxiety so that's that's a very very complicated. Uh, situation when we are feeling that way like stuck we should ask ourselves why am I stuck why is this fear coming why do I think what I'm thinking you know Mm -hmm. questioning our head not our emotion you know what I mean it's it's completely different Mm -hmm. so you know it's what's interesting for me and that's no mention if you're listening now I just want you to come back here if you got distracted because I want to insist on something very important you know and why we're doing this episode and why I wanted Gabriella to come here because I believe that in business um, nothing can work if your mindset is not in the right place And it happens to me all the time to work with clients and to give them some recommendations on the marketing aspects. And then I realized there's no marketing strategy that can work if you don't work through the emotions you're going through. And sometimes those are not visible. So there are those emotions we just talked about that are visible. Oh, I'm scared. I'm, I'm lacking confidence. I'm not daring to put myself out there. Things like that, um, which are important to, to pause and think about why are we thinking that way? Um, but is there any way you can suggest to, um, in case, how can we try to identify the emotions that we might not even be aware of? Because that's often what comes out from my sessions with my clients. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes they don't realize that it's a mindset block that they're having that's stopping mm-hmm. them from implementing a very simple marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> it's okay. Uh, identifying emotions is uh, actually very simple, but we have to take the time to do it mm-hmm. and also to be uh, willing to do that because it's so important what you said, because sometimes our fear is blocking us to go further, but also it's blocking us to move anywhere and to, to, to do something about being stuck, you know? So the mindset is 
why am I feeling this? What is provoking this feeling? What need do I, do I need to fulfill in order to um, move forward? You know, because this is, let's take fear because fear is a very, is a very common emotion mm -hmm. and, and it's related to stuckness, as you said. If we don't move forward, why, why is the need not being fulfilled? Is it shame? Because emotions are related to one another. It's not just fear. Fear comes, for example, should I be, am I, am I ashamed that I'm not um, ha having the success that I have to or that, that I want to have? Or am I um, not worth, I, do, do I feel worthy of success? Or money, do I feel that I, um, uh, I'm entitled of making money, you know? So it's not only fear per se, it's also all the, the surrounding planets around fear. And again, that's your thoughts, no, not, your not your feeling or your feelings. So mindset is approaching the emotion, identify what is causing the emotion and address it. And move forward doesn't mean necessarily have immediate success or um, forget the emotion. It's a change. It's moving from there, from that this uh, vicious cycle and move somewhere else. Sometimes it's, um, how do you say that? It's um, necessary to face the blackness and, and the, the not such uh, great sides of ourselves in order to get out of this stuckness, this hamster wheel. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's why I encourage people to seek help. Mm -hmm. Of course, of course, ideally a professional, a business coach or a therapist or a coach, but even talking about these things with someone who has experienced it, it can make a really big change in your in in the way that you approach the emotions the mindset yeah i hope that I, i love that clear. these are great tips like the first thing is to see them yeah. and identify them so if yeah. you're blocked and you feel like you're stuck it's important to have a pause and understand okay what is really blocking me right now exactly. and what kind of emotions and thoughts am i going through that mm -hmm. are leading me to stop mm -hmm. and then the second phase is what do i do about it i guess exactly um and and like you said i think it's important to to reach out for help um mm -hmm. there's different levels and i would like to talk about that in a bit mm -hmm. uh about that kind of help but also like you said just speaking to other people who are going through the same thing and that's where i think building a tribe around your business is important so that you can mm -hmm. realize that you're not alone going through those emotions exactly. that there's a way to deal with it exactly But talking about those levels, I do want to highlight something important for me uh, because I, I do see it around me in especially in a year like 2020 where a lot of anxiety came out, uh, a lot of mental health issues, and uh, I've seen so much of it around me. Mm -hmm. And in so how to differentiate like when we are dealing with some, I would say, in bracket, quote, minor negative emotions versus mm -hmm. we really have a mental health issue that we need mm -hmm. to, de to deal with. How mm -hmm. to differentiate that? Uh, it's a very, very good question. Thank you for asking me that because we are so used to function. We, 
we move forward, move forward, move forward. And sometimes we ignore the signs of, of our body screaming, like shouting, stop or make a pause or breathe, you know? So I would say three very important things. Mood changes, very fast, very, very um, abrupt mood changes, you know, like you feel happy and then all of a sudden sad or, or, or on edge, like it's jumping with anything that it's bothering you or not even bothering you. Those are things that we should put attention on, okay? Mm -hmm. Mood, say, mood uh, changes. Fatigue. If you are not doing things, if you feel drained, if you feel like, if, even if you sleep six or eight or 10 hours, but you're not feeling rested, but you're not feeling with energy, that's the, that's the sign that your body and your mind are still working, even if you aren't aware of it, mm -hmm. okay? And the third thing is loneliness in the fact that you are surrounded by people and you feel detached and disconnected. Mm. You feel that you, I don't know, whatever, you can communicate with your partner or with your family or when you, when you're with your dear friends. If you feel detached, if you feel like a block or, or a barrier between you and your loved ones, that's definitely a sign for help as well. I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you for highlighting those three important points to acknowledge and, and identify that there is a mental health issue maybe to consider and to, mm -hmm. to seek help to figure out if it is indeed one or maybe not, but that might be a good step. So is there anything else you wanted to add with that? Yes, that you, so anyone who's listening, <laughs> who are uh, going through different, diff um, difficult, a difficult phase or are feeling uh, frustrated or angry or jealous or shame or whatever, you are not alone. Mm -hmm. Every, I, I, I want to really, really underline that because mm -hmm. I've seen it all the time in my clients. They say, oh, but I shouldn't feel anger. I shouldn't feel ashamed. I shouldn't feel envy. You know, you are not your emotions. You are not an envy person if you feel envy, envious person, sorry. You are not a frustrated person if you feel frustrated. It's just a part of you in that moment in time. So please don't punish yourself for feeling difficult emotions because they are there for a reason. And you are not the only one, definitely not. I love that. So Nomad Nation, I hope you heard that call. It's really important to realize that you're not alone. And I see it as well. We all go through that. And I've been sharing this in the podcast. I've been going through it as well. So it's really important to address it and not feel ashamed. It's normal. It mm -hmm. is normal. And I would say also don't judge others who go through it. Ooh. That's yeah. really important. And actually celebrate them. We're going to talk about celebrating. If they're sharing openly things like that it's important to celebrate it as well because that's mm -hmm. going to help other people come out and say hey i feel that way as well mm -hmm. i'm afraid i'm in, i'm i'm worried i'm going through anxiety and so that we understand this is a normal thing it's not absolutely um yeah absolutely. there's something that nomad nation i don't know if you noticed during this whole episode but you can't see gabriella when she says negative she has her fingers in quotes and she, and the <laughs> word challenging or difficult is usually what you prefer to say but there's a better word that you like to use when we talk about these emotions 
unpleasant. <laughs> unpleasant. <laughs> I love that. So I remember when we talked about the, the topic of this episode, you were saying that you don't think that we should get rid of or even use the word of getting rid of negative emotions, but rather celebrating. So mm -hmm. tell us, tell us more about that. Yeah, that's a mistake we all do because whatever reason, society or upbring or, or, or the things that we hear is uh, we should um, have a positive mindset and we should be happy and be positive and be optimistic. And that's fine. And that's great. But underlying these messages i see so many times this okay you're angry but you should focus on this you should celebrate that but that's the world you know mm -hmm. so you can be optimistic and feel angry mm -hmm. you can be uh, have a positive mindset and sometimes feel envious so it's not getting rid of them it's integrate them hear them and celebrate them in the sense that, okay, Envy, what are you telling me? What are you telling me? And why are you appearing now from out of the blue or whatever? What are you trying to tell me? Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to analyze that. And then I'm coming back to my positive mindset, mm -hmm. but thank you Envy, or thank you frustration for telling me what I should put focus on not in a shallow way to be positive, but really within myself to be positive, including this frustration, fear, envy, jealousy, shame, etc. Celebrate that we are feeling these feelings because if we feel that way, that means we are able to address it and get through it. If we don't feel it, if we are just marching as positive robots, that's first, that's not true because we feel all the emotions, not just the positive ones. And second, we are accepting all the, or also, uh, how to say that, the whole us, mm -hmm. not just the positive side. You know, the toxic that. positivity that I talked about a lot, mm -hmm. not just the positive, the whole. We yeah. are amazing with our not so good and our great sides. I love that. This is really powerful. And I want to insist you're not saying to stay there. You're just saying we need to welcome them so that we can then, it's a bit like yoga or meditation. You exactly. welcome that emotion so that you can let it go like once you have embraced it somehow. Exactly. So that's important to, to um, you talk about toxic positivity. I'd love to hear more about that. Yes. And that's, wow. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's also really, really close to my heart because as expats, oh, I, if you dare sometimes with certain people, of course, mm -hmm. if you dare to say, oh, I feel lonely or I feel whatever, feel the blank. Mm -hmm. Ah, but at least you live in New York mm -hmm. or you live Oh, in I've a... heard that so many times. <laughs> I can imagine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what, why are you complaining? You have a very good life. You have a great husband. You have a great career. You have great kids. You have great, whatever great. Yeah. Why are you complaining? You should be grateful. You should, or the best one is ah, think positive. <laughs> it doesn't matter that you're feeling whatever, angry or, or, or frustrated. Think positive. That will erase everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's, 
I understand that sometimes behind that those lines or those phrases, there is not bad intention, mm -hmm. but it can be really damaging because it's so, it's so unempathetic. It's not hearing what you're saying. When you say, I'm feeling sad, it's because you're sad. And someone else telling you, oh, you shouldn't feel that way. It's 100% disqualification and um, disregarding you as a person as well. They don't, maybe they don't see it like that, or maybe they're projecting their own things, you know, but in you, in a vulnerable state, hearing those toxic positivity phrases, it can be really damaging. Yeah, that's, I love that. So, okay, so let's say we have somebody in front of us who is, um, I'm going to use the word, sorry, but negative, because we talk a lot about mindset in the business, like mm -hmm. in, in business, you need to have a positive mindset. Mm -hmm. I think we can rephrase what we mean by positive mindset. I do think that if you don't have the right, the right mindset in Perfect. business, you Perfect. can really damage your business. And that's Absolutely. really, and that's for me, yeah. it's like 90% of the reasons why people fail. Mm -hmm. It's their mindset. Mm -hmm. So how would you encourage people um, when you see them having a negative mindset or not the right mindset to deal with it mm -hmm. in a com with compassion. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ah, I love that word. Um, compassion. Uh, that's, that's like, like the flag today. Acknowledge that you're feeling whatever you're feeling first. Second, don't punish yourself for feeling what you're feeling because that exacerbates the emotion and the negative state of mind. And third, ask yourself, why am I feeling frustrated, for example? Is it because I'm not working? Um, I'm not happy what, with what I do? What should I change in my business, in my attitude, in order to stop feeling frustrated? Frustration is about, most of the time, about feeling injustice or feeling uh, that something is not going the way that you want it to, like flexibility as well. So maybe re-analyze um, re the things that are, that are producing you or, um, I don't know, producing you, that are uh, uh, triggering you, mm -hmm. the frustration and change the things, not your feeling because it's not going to change like this if you don't address the necessity mm -hmm. under uh, underneath or behind the emotion. Yeah. So first, acknowledge, also acknowledge it, then hear it, and then address the need behind the emotion. And that after that, first, you can change your thought about the emotion. But if you don't hear it, you will never know what is causing it. True. You, you can have theories. But if you don't really connect with the emotion, mm -hmm. it's information going to avoid. Yeah. So that's really important, Nomad Nation. I hope you get some notes here and, and learn to have the automatism to listen to your emotions. I think it should be something that we constantly do. Listen to it. And this process should not take more than a few seconds sometimes. Others no. need a whole year or a whole lifetime to deal with so there's different kind of time frame for it but i think just being aware of it but what if we have somebody in front of us that's not aware of that not aware of their their mindset that's stopping them or um, how would you approach it to help somebody in front of you who who has what you would consider 
I don't want to use the word anymore. Negative mindset. <laughs> say it, say it, say it. You can say it. <laughs> but yes, if you we see that around us all the time. Um, so how would you approach that in a sensitive, sensible way? What if we have somebody who's extremely unhappy uh -huh. okay. and no, or dealing with challenges, emotional challenges, but they don't see it? Uh, it's so much that you can do if they yeah. don't see it. And if you point it out, like I always ask questions, not you should do this or you should do that because that's a very uh, uh, distancing um, word, should, you must, you should, mm -hmm. but asking questions like, I love okay, how, why do, how do you feel today? Da, 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 da. How, why do you think you feel that way? Da, 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 da. If they don't see it, try to you as a, as a coach or as a friend or as mm -hmm. a therapist to read between the lines and ask, ask, ask. Do not yeah. assume because that's like I said, it, that's really, really important. Do not should should people <laughs> or assume that they are feeling or experiencing something because if you put it out there and they are not ready mm -hmm. to see it, that's going to throw them back and maybe even uh, grow the negative emotion that they are experiencing. Yeah. So ask questions and be there here really really listen what the person is saying because sometimes i i get that people are are, are um, distancing themselves if they hear someone ruminating okay ah, i'm not good enough and la, 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 or it's not going okay or i don't have enough clients and la, 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 la. <laughs> i understand the reaction of oh, pff, but she has everything and she's still complaining but what is behind that yeah you know so really listen, if you care about this person, really listen what they are saying and ask, ask, yeah. ask. I'm asking, I was asking this question because uh, one of the things that I talk a lot in Tandem Nomads about is to build our tribe and to yeah. not be alone, right? Mm -hmm. And we talk a lot about mindset, um, masterminds, having a group of peers that you meet with regularly. And I've, I've heard many times like, okay, but how can I help somebody like when we're not equipped in our environment, in our community, mm -hmm. in our tribe mm -hmm. to support each other better. Mm -hmm. And I think what you said about listening is important. I would also say never come from a place of judgment like we talked about before, um, as well as making sure that whatever you're feeling about the other person is actually not coming from your own sensations and your own emotional and Exactly. challenges and thoughts oh, yeah, that's, that's really so important difficult. yeah so <laughs> i think it's important but i love what you said so nomad nation if you're in that situation and i hope that you are surrounded with peers in your business um who are struggling then it might be good as well to listen from that perspective as well i would also use some non-violent communication techniques mm -hmm. like always saying like I have the feeling that you're struggling today with this. Is that correct? Something exactly. like that to start exactly. making them say, oh, maybe, maybe I am. I didn't realize. Yes. Yes. And, and, and I want to add what, what you said it is perfect. And I want to underline it mm -hmm. by, I, I'm sure that you are familiar with uh, Brené Brown. Yeah. There is a video out there in YouTube um, about, she makes the difference between sympathy and empathy. Mm. You know, and sympathy is, okay, uh, at least, uh, like, it's a little bit like toxic positivity. Like, at least you have, you have sorry, at least you have your health or at least you, uh, whatever, at least fill the blank. And empathy is being there, listening, 
and asking questions and how can I help you? How can I be at your service in order to, in order to, that you feel better, that you feel not alone, that you feel less frustrated, less fearful, whatever the person is communicating you. But listening with heart, nonviolent, and really listening and not putting your feelings, your frustrations, your assumptions on what's going on in everyone's heads. Because you might be really surprised that your theories sometimes are not accurate at all. <laughs> True. And it can help us as well. So I think that to realize that as well. Mm -hmm. I love that. So um, you mentioned this video. We'll try to find it and put it mm -hmm. in the show notes of this episode. So Nomad Nation, mm -hmm. uh, we'll find it on tandemnomads.com slash 202. Mm -hmm. And I also, you also prepared something uh, interesting for us, a guide on anxiety for expats and how to deal with anxiety. And I can say that that's also a big one that has come up a lot lately, feeling anxiety because of the challenges of life, yes. but as well as, you know, all the hardships and emotional things that can come up with building a business. So mm -hmm. you have prepared a great resource there. Can you tell us a bit more? Because that's a common emotion that people deal with. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just in a few words, where to start and whoever wants to know more can go and check out this resource. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Those are the nine tools for, especially for expat anxiety. And what's the difference between normal anxiety <laughs> and expat anxiety is that it is exacerbated but by the fact that you shouldn't feel that way. Because, again, because that's why I speak about the B side of expat life. You should, you should be enjoying and exploring and be happy and fulfilled. And when you don't feel that way, it's really, really damaging. And it's really complicated and exacerbated anxiety because, again, vicious circle. So in that, in that guide that, that, I, that, I, that you were referring, I provide tools of like daily life, really simple tools to cope with anxiety, to acknowledge it, and to, in, to um, calm yourself to really listen what you need and to breathe because mm -hmm. we forget so many times about breathing and actually breathing is one of the most powerful <laughs> tools for almost every emotion to, to, to regulate emotions because it activates um, a lot of uh, endorphins, oxytocin, um, dopamine, etc. And your um, and, um, in your brain, it suits and it regulates your mood. So breathing deep breathing just i don't know 30 seconds when you feel like it's too much whatever you're feeling that is too much breathe and then you can move forward that's wonderful so nomad nation check it out again on tandemnomads.com slash 202 real quick though i do like to like i said make a difference between you know mental health condition versus yeah. you know casual things the normal things that everybody goes through mm -hmm. um how would you distinguish anxiety at a higher level versus a mental health issue mm -hmm. uh a high level of anxiety a very very uh, uh, practical or a very uh, yeah is are the panic attacks Mm -hmm. When you are have difficulties to breathe, uh, when you are feeling paralyzed, like like uh, actually paralyzed, that you can move, or that you uh, feel um, 
that's very, very, very difficult. But when you feel like distorted, like the reality, like like the sounds are not the same, like the people are more away that you are aware of, etc. Like when your body is telling you, ah, stop. <laughs> that's the, that, that's your very, very big sign. A, a lot of nuances, but a very, very um, uh, plastic way, a very, uh, how, do, how do you say that? I, yeah, I yeah, physical way. And, you know, physical yeah, way and is, I, I want to insist on that because, yeah. I, like you said, when we're not listening to our emotions and our thoughts, our body would come out at some point Absolutely. and say, it's enough. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's a big one. When you you feel that you can't function anymore, that's an, a no-go, let's say, or a go <laughs> to find help, to find professional help. Yeah, That's good. So what are the other symptoms that are maybe less oh, like big, but are still important to listen to before we get to that point? Mm -hmm. Like I said before, like mood swings, mm -hmm. uh, okay. uh, fatigue from, from your body, like if you feel drained the whole time, difficulty sleeping, if you don't sleep uh, enough, or if you are not rested after sleeping, or if you are uh, you have insomnia, if, are, if you have difficulties, uh, difficulties uh, going to sleep or mm -hmm. falling asleep or waking up in the middle of the night, that's a big one too. Um, having uh, relationship problems like uh, reacting, not, not normally reacting or overreacting to your kids, to your partner, to your friends. And um, when you feel like you can uh, do more physically, but your body is not uh, with you, <laughs> that's uh, like your brain is working, but your body isn't, or vice versa, that's also a really big alarm, like red flag. Mm -hmm. All right. So nomination, I hope this helps because we could talk about this a lot. And I hope that the few things that we mentioned here could help you in your journey. And as we always said here, uh, start first by listening to your emotions. And if you can't cope with it on your own, reach out for help. And Gabriela is here as well to help. So let us know more about what kind of services do you have? Mm -hmm. I provide counseling and coaching for expats or, or people transitioning, having a big, big major change in their lives. Uh, basically, I help them to um, manage and regulate their emotions in order to succeed in any field of their lives and to accept whatever they're feeling and to accept whatever, whoever they are, whatever they are. It doesn't matter which uh, country or which city they are, acceptance to feel really, really connected with themselves, whatever they are. I love that. Thank you, Gabriela. And where is the best place to find you? Uh, people can contact me to hello at gabriela-encina.com or to my website, gabriela-encina.com. Fabulous. So thank you so much for your great insights. It's been lovely to talk to you about this. I think it's a very important topic. And I think both of us also have it near to our hearts to support people around us to thrive and uh, turn that challenges into opportunities by embracing all these emotions that happen and celebrate them. Absolutely. Amel. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> You're very welcome. And Nomad Nation, all the resources we'll mention today will be on tandemnomads.com slash 202. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. In the meantime, stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities. <laughs>